from the heart of New York City. He is the human suplex machine. This is the Taz Show. Yeah, yeah. Talking wrestling, sports, and beyond. It's the Black Tower Maniac coming out of Brooklyn. A one-man crime spree. He gonna leave you shook. Try to beat him if you can and survive if he lets you. Human suplex and he coming for you too. Better watch out. The guy your mother warned you about. And he's got one question I'll inform you about. Like, you're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award-winning host and former world heavyweight champion, Taz. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Friday. They're dancing in the streets. Everyone's running amok because it's the Happy Friday edition of the Taz Show. Happy, happy, joy, joy. I don't give a crap. If you're happy, it's Friday, and I don't really care what anyone's doing on the weekend. All I care about is that you're listening to me right now or watching me. And for that, I am appreciative, and thank you. Welcome to Taz Show, ladies and gentlemen. Gonna give you a lot of predictions for some big wrestling shows this weekend, right here for the next two hours. Streaming and screaming for all you bitches out there. Nobody doesn't like the Taz Show. That's either a really good thing or a really bad thing. I'm not really sure. But I'm here live and in Technicolor, streaming live at TazShow.com. So if you're watching there, thanks. Or maybe you're listening there. Maybe you're listening to the on demand version of the show. Uh, you could be doing that also at uh, iTunes, Spotify, Play It, TuneIn, many platforms, and I appreciate that. So thanks for all that. Also, you guys, obviously, you know, you can communicate with me. You could call the show. I know a lot of the guys out, you guys are really cool, you know, too cool for school, some of you. Cool kids, and you have the phone number locked into your cell phone. Attention hotline fans. So that's an 866 475 Going to give you an NXT predictions uh, in this particular episode. I was supposed to do it yesterday. I lied. I didn't do it. Um, I lied by accident. The show just got crazy, and I didn't, I don't know what happened. It just went off the rails, 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 rails. No! Um, Also, going to give a Survivor Series prediction. Yes, 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 yes. And speaking of Survivor Series, as you guys know, got the big special this Sunday, the special three-hour Taz show on CBS Sports Radio. Yes! Oh, yeah! Going to be on all these big, famous terrestrial radio broadcast stations all over the United States and uh, affiliates all over. I'll, let me hit you with a few of these guys real quick. And also, got to go over, uh, got to tell you guys, we, had a, we have a winner for our Facebook caption contest. I don't even know we're doing this. <laughs> yes. So anyway, uh, I get into that after I tell you the affiliate, affiliate, some of the main stations that you will be able to catch the uh, special right after Survivor Series this Sunday night, 11 p.m. Eastern to 2 a.m. Eastern. And uh, so WFAN in New York City. Uh, we got WIP in Philadelphia. 98.5, the Sports Hub in Boston. <laughs> Excuse me. 670 to score in Chicago. 105.3, the fan in Dallas. 106.7, the fan in D.C. 97.1, the ticket in Detroit. 92.3, the fan in Cleveland. Sports Radio 610 in Houston. 680, Ken, Ken, how am I doing? 680, KNBR, San Francisco. 
1140 KHTK, Sports Radio, Sacramento, Sacktown, and 1310 The Ticket in Dallas. Now, there is also a gigantic list of affiliates uh, through CBS Sports Radio where the show, well, where, uh, how do I explain this? The day part for the show, these stations are covering it. Hopefully, a lot of them are covering the show, okay? We're going to hopefully have a link for you by the end of the show to tell you where to go to find that um, or possibly post. It's a giant list of like over 300 stations all over the United States, like a lot of small towns and stuff like that. So it's kind of, you know, hard to tell you the station in Syracuse that's that's going to have the show, you know, so or the station in, you know, in, in Battle Creek or whatever you know what I mean. Like, so, so it's kind of hard to go into all that list right here. I'll be here all day. It's a long, long ass list, uh, but we'll try and find it. Um, if our searching devices, GTS, are working, uh, if we can get it. If you end up getting it, uh, Rob, let me know, please. Will okay. do. Yeah, so um, I know you've been working on it since yesterday. Yes. So, yes. That's good. Making progress with it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're okay. on the carousel of progress. Okay, that's great. So uh, also, before I get into uh, some uh, sporting news and some football stuff, and then right into the NXT and Survivor Series stuff, phone calls, I mean, it's just a, a now obviously a busy Friday here at the Taz Show. <sighs> Acupuncture Jones today. Yes. Later on, I'll be uh, laying on the bed, and they'll be sticking me with pins. Pincushion Petey. Oh, yes. Stop. It's going to be unbelievable. I'm looking forward to it. Love when they stick me with the pins. So I'll be doing that later on today. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll take a picture or something. And the sticking pins in the left cheek of my ass. Will you stop? You guys might want to see that, so I could show you guys that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, the acupuncture helps. It helps me. I, 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 I'm trying to get into a weekly schedule, but as you know, it's very expensive. I, you know, this is something that I, I need to take a, a, you know, second mortgage out of my home. I need to basically find two or three other jobs to pay for this thing. It's, it's, it's very expensive. It's like six thousand dollars a visit. But the guy's very good. The guy's very good. And, um, you know, he talks to me about things and, and stuff. He's kind of like my psychiatrist also. So he's sticking me with pins, and he's also my psychiatrist, which is great. It helps. You know, it definitely helps. You know? So uh, that's, that's the deal on that. So if you, I know a lot of you guys are concerned about the, the numbness I have throughout my whole body, basically. So, um, yeah, when I go see my man, stick me with the pin, homie. It helps. So that's the deal on that. Uh, Facebook winner caption jones contest i don't even know what this thing is we did something handsome johnny this is his baby and we did a little contest i i had to pick a winner whoever you know, we posted a picture when captain tom's last show uh last week buy a hat we, we had that we had him here and we took a picture at the end and then we ended up posting it on the facebook gimmick right uh and uh you guys as an audience on facebook I guess had sentences, whatever the funniest sentences was, you won. Now, what exactly do you win? <laughs> I'll tell you right now. You are going to win a big pile of poopy. Yes. yes. And I wish that we had a big thought sound in the sound effects store downstairs. That would have been perfect. So a big, steep heaping smoking pile of poop you are gonna win absolutely nothing you are gonna get your name mentioned by yours truly on this show and you will be happy 
And that's what happens. It's so you get a big pile of poopy. Invisible poopy. Invisible poopy. Invisible poopy. Okay, we got it. Invisible poopy. Loop Jones. Okay, got it. Oh, boy. Pins and needles. I'm gassy today. Yeah. Oh, you're gassy today, right? You're gassy. You're going to be out of a jobby today. That's what you're going to be. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, that's the deal on that. All right, it's some uh, NFL news because I got a lot of wrestling stuff I got to get into. I got phone calls, so I got to talk about the NFL a little bit here. Uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up this week. I made a game yesterday, which I caught some. So the Carolina Panthers, oh, yeah, the Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers, victorious 23-20 over the New Orleans Saints. And I'll tell you what, this is interesting because I watched a good chunk of this game, and I watched it on Twitter. I felt so young and sleek and cool and in the times. When you watch a football game on Twitter, on your computer, you just feel like you are really too cool for school. And that's how I felt. I felt like I was 19 years old, running amok. Here I am, 22 years old, running around on a bike. Ding, ding. Yep. It's really cool. Or can decide watching the game on Twitter. I enjoyed it. Um, all of the TVs... In uh, my house, you know, I have like 30 of them. They were all occupied. So, um, you know, sometimes we invite the whole neighborhood over. Just let them watch what they want. And we order a bunch of pizzas and stuff. So that's what we do. So then I got to sit in the corner with my computer and watch football. So I watched the uh, Panthers on the Twitter, and I enjoyed it. It's a fun experience. Man, the high def is like a whole nother level. I don't know what the resolution gimmick is or what. It's better than watching it on TV. I mean, it's a little smaller screen, but... It was badass. I mean, they run the same commercial every break, but that's a whole other story. But um, so the Panthers won 23-20. And it started out, I mean, Cam Newton looked horrible in that first couple of series. God, like he didn't want to be there. God, he really sucked. And then he turned it up and became the Cam. Uh, you know, and, the, and the, the Saints were hurting the whole game. And then they came back and almost won the game. I didn't catch the whole game. Cam Newton was 14-33, uh, 192 yards, one touchdown. And Drew Brees had a really good game, 35-45, of 45, 285 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, they had some stat on there on the, uh, on the uh, NBC uh, gimmick where they were running the game that uh, when two quarterbacks combined against each other in the game, what's the highest points? And, and the highest were, were uh, in their research, I guess this is. Cam versus Drew Brees was the highest points total. You know what I mean? So I think that was interesting. But it really wasn't that much of a high-energy game, in my opinion. Yes, it was okay. I'll tell you what I liked the most. Not only enjoyed my time watching on Twitter, but I really dig those uh, color block or color form, whatever the hell they call it, the white-out the gimmick uniforms the Saints had. Really liked that. Color block Jones. They got some names for it. Color Rush. Color Rush. Color Rush. R-U-S-H. Color Rush. The Saints unis were legit. I liked them a lot. With the white on the white, with the white, with the white. And then they got the uh, the gold numbers with the black outline. It's pretty cool. So then we got the, this Sunday, we got some football games I want to talk about. Of course, my Bills are going to take on the Bengals. I'm predicting a victory here. We're playing in a week. <laughs> like I'm on the Bills again. Uh, my team, the Bills, are playing in Cincinnati. I just I, I'm predicting we're gonna win. We're gonna win this. I, I this is gonna be a definitive victory on the road. Tyrod's gonna have the, a game, a big time game. Ten points we're gonna win by. 
Look at this. Ozmaker Jones. Las Vegas gimmick. That's me. Mike Tanay. Yeah, Mike Tanay. So, Baltimore Ravens will be in Dallas, and uh, boy, you're in trouble. Cowboys will throttle the Ravens. The Dak Prescott. How much confidence does he have now? He got the endorsement. He got the complete endorsement from Tony Romo, which was a class act. We played the sound bite during the week. By Romo doing what he did was high road Jones. Respect Romo. He's going to be in a different uniform next year, kids. Tony Romo, trust me. And Rob, I think you asked me out here. What would I think if he was with the Jets? And I think there's a good chance that could happen. They're going to need a guy. They need a gunslinger. They need a guy. They're going to need somebody, yeah. And I know he's older, Romo, but he's still got it. He's still got some giddy up. So you never know. You know, because the Jets' quarterback situation is a big bowl of vomit. So, again, covering the NFL like no one else does. That's how I do it. Mm-mm-mm. So, uh, yeah, Ravens are in trouble. So they're going to be in Dallas against uh, my man Dak Prescott. Zeke Elliott running amok. Up and down, up and down, just running. Beast Mode Jones. And you got the Cardinals are going to play against Big Rob's Vikings. Rob, give me your breakdown of what you think is going to happen in this game. Uh, my prediction is pain. Speak, talk up. Oh, wait, dude, say it again. My prediction is pain. If you're going to do the Mr. T, the club of line guy, the Mr. Clubber, whatever they said, your prediction of this fight? Prediction, pain. Yeah. That's a much better Mr. T than I can ever So do. you're thinking that the Cardinals are in deep, deep, deep trouble. No, I think the Vikings are in deep, deep trouble. No, no, no. I think I don't think so. Why would you, you think, think that? So. Well, uh, they've lost four in a row. They can't move the ball. They're starting me at left tackle this week. Uh, listen, it's the old thing in sports. They're due. <laughs> yeah. They are, but yeah. they do. I'm telling you, the Vikings, they got some talent. And you're at home. You got the horn going. It's going to be great. <laughs> I, I, I think the Cardinals are in trouble. I thought you were going to say that the pain for the for the Cardinals. I hope I hope you're right, man. If the Vikings do lose, if it's not there already, this might be one of the worst, like I don't know, like build up to letdown I've ever seen in the NFL. I mean, this From is five and zero. Oh, then they would be five and five. Like, I don't understand. Like, I have never seen a team lose that much air that like out of nowhere. Was like they had look. They were hit with a massive injury at the beginning of the year. Oh, well, we had Asia Peters got hurt. Well, we know Bridgewater that. also. Bridgewater, that's what I'm saying. That was right. the massive injury. Right. But but my man from Oklahoma, what's his name? Bradford. Uh, Bradford. Yeah. Turner, he's playing great. Yeah. And and, and he won five of games with Bradford, right? Four games? How many with no, Bradford? They, they won four with Bradford. Right. The first game was started by with Sean Hill, the backup. Sean Hill. Forgot about him. Yeah. Right. So I'm just saying you can't even say that. Well, they just lost four in a row because they had this guy get hurt or that guy get hurt or that guy get hurt, right? There wasn't no... No, it was just it was a combination of things. And their defense wasn't... During the first five-game winning streak of the year before the bye week, their defense was playing outstanding. Now they're just the defense good. Was they're not outstanding. great. You know, it's interesting you mentioned their defense because the fake football Jones, the guy who used to work on a show who quit, the captain, he had the Vikings defense in the fake football Jones against... Now, his team's playing my team this week, right? Okay. Fantasy football. And then I looked on the ra- waiver wire on a trade on a player's gimmick because I was looking for a, a new defense possibly. Mm-hmm. And what's sitting there is the Vikings. He Ooh, dropped the Vikings. Wow, he gave up on them quicker than I did. Yeah. I, it seems like once the captain left the show, that's probably – I think – I know captain. That's probably a big F you to you. Mm, could be. I think it might be. Now, listen, I'm going to have to give him some of the lost mail. And, you know. Oh, lost mail. What the – Wait a minute. 
So uh, I guess we're not doing lost mail today. No, it's prediction prediction Friday. Yeah. A lot of predictions. Prediction Friday, yeah. So uh, all right, so we'll see what happens with the Vikings and the Cardinals. Eagles uh, go to Seattle to play uh, my Hawks. It's gonna be a good game, but I, I think Seattle's gonna win the game. Packers at the Skins. I don't know, man. What's up with Green Bay? Yeah, I know that hurt. I don't know. You got 35 in the first half to Tennessee last yeah. week. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, then we got a little college football chatter here, real quick. We're not gonna take a lot of time on this. I'll take a little bit. But um, so last night we saw the Houston Cougars. Uh, they were victorious over Louisville. Okay. So Houston 36, Louisville 10. Now the interesting thing was you got two quarterbacks in this game that are young, gunslinging, really good quarterbacks. But what's the deal with Lamar Jackson from Louisville, the quarterback? I mean, it's a guy who is was in the running and the, the high, for the Heisman potentially. Um, past several weeks when everyone's given nothing but love to Lamar Jackson. The guy is just a dynamic athlete, young kid, tall, rangy, athletic quarterback. Uh, he's got a good arm, all this kind of jazz. Well, he rushes. He has 25 yards today, yesterday for only 33 yards. God, dog, I feel for the kid. That's bad. 25 rushes for 33 yards, and he was 20 of 43, 211 yards passing with one touchdown. Man. So you got to figure, <clears throat> look, they were sitting at number five, Louisville. They got beat by Houston. Their star player did not have a good outing. So that number five, that ranking gimmick, has got to drop. And then we'll see what happens tomorrow in all these Saturday games. But the Houston quarterback, Greg Waugh Jr., uh, had a pretty good game. Uh, not not horrible. Not great, though. 25-44. Uh, 233 yards, two touchdowns. But anyway, Houston wins the game. We'll see what happens. I'll tell you what, my man Jabel, Jabrell Peppers, he's probably sitting uh, in his dorm up there in uh, Ann Arbor. Michigan laughing. He's lying and laughing. Ah, Lamar, you ain't getting no eyes. But now, yep. That was him. I'd be rooting against Lamar, and you know he was. Speaking of Michigan, they uh, they might as well not even just, they're just going to destroy. I mean, Indiana is going to Michigan, to the big house, this Saturday. Good luck to the Hoosiers. Holy crap. That's going to be bad. Ohio State, this should be a good game. They're going to go to Michigan State on the road. Number two, Ohio State play Michigan State on the road. But Ohio State's going to win that game on the road. It'll be a hostile environment, but they're going to win it. And you got number seven, Wisconsin, another Big Ten matchup against Purdue. You got my Huskies. They are at home, and they're playing the Terps. Maryland Terps are coming in, and I think this is good for us. We need a team like Maryland come in so we can beat the piss out of them. And that's exactly what the Huskies will do. Number 23, Florida is going to LSU, the Death Valley Jones. Be a good game. And then Oregon's playing, I love Utah. They're playing the Utes in uh, Utah. So a couple years ago, that would have been a sick game because both programs were on fire. As of late, Oregon kind of really lost its luster. Utah is still sitting number 12. They got a good program. But I remember a few years ago, if you remember what's his name, uh, was the head coach there. And they were He really put them on the map. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, thank you. The head coach now of the, uh, of uh, what do you call it, Ohio State. And uh, Urban Meyer went to Florida after that? Yes. Yeah. So Urban Meyer, obviously a great legacy in coaching, great college coach. But he really, Urban Meyer years back, put him up on that map, dude. Uh, Utah, he did, he did, he did, he did. Uh, what else we got in the notable games? Clemson, number four. Clemson's going to the Wake Forest. Uh, I like Clemson's chances in this. What's the Clemson's quarterback name again? 
Deshaun Watson. He's in that Heisman runner too, right? Uh, he was earlier this year. But and the um, kid from, uh, sorry, he's not anymore, right? But the kid from Stanford's out of the runner too, right? For the, uh, McCaffrey, the, McCaffrey, yeah. They are not very good this year either. Yeah, I know, but he's a good running back, McCaffrey. Yeah, he is. He's real good. His father was playing for the Giants, I think, right? Um, I think he did. Might want a GTS that. Don't think for yourself. Use the computer. No, I think it's I think it's father's Ed McCaffrey who played for the Broncos. Oh, Broncos, my bad. Broncos, yeah. Cowboys, yeah, South Broncos, receiver, Giants, yeah. same with, colors. With Elway, Rod Smith. Orange, red, it's all the same. Who, what? Elway, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. With your guy Terrell Davis. TD. Love him. TD. Yes. I like TD, number 30. Yeah, so, uh, then you got Oklahoma. JR's Oklahoma soon is going into West Virginia. Number nine, Oklahoma against number 14, West Virginia. Oklahoma might be in trouble in that game. That's an 8 p.m. game. Then you got USC, who's, I'll tell you what, man, when I watched them against Washington, they looked real good. They're going to play UCLA at UCLA. I'm going to try and check that game out. Uh, USC, I got something to do Saturday. So I don't know how much games I'm going to get to watch. I'll be doing stuff around the house. Build another wing. Yeah. I'm always doing work. Yeah, I get home. Once I get home, I put the carpet belt on. I do my work, though. You need me to come over and help no. me? No. No. I need you to stay away from me once I leave this room. Fair enough. Stay away. Uh, are you coming to the special on Sunday? Yes. Damn. Um, Damn. Why? Did, were you invited? I mean, like, what happened with that? Uh, it got lost in the mail. I no. Guess. Yeah. But you're going to be there, right? Yes. What do you mean, no? All right. See you Sunday. <sighs> oh, pardon. So, um, <laughs> listen, you've never been part of one of these specials that I do. No, right? I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's it's a very, um, it's a very, uh, it's a three hours that flies by, you know. It flies by. I'm telling you, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. So 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I know you said yes, you were gonna be there, and then then I, then someone told me that he was trying to get you banned from being there. Oh wow! I don't want to name names. Slamming bods and beyond. I'm just saying that's what I heard. So you got to be careful. Sometimes people have to get you around here. There's gonna be security downstairs waiting for me. Well, you have a pass. You work there. Right. Right. I have to get a paper pass. Right. I don't have a real pass. I have a Java pass to get in. You have a real pass. Uh, before I get to the phones uh, and some uh, some wrestling stuff that's not going to be in the prediction show, uh, the Ellsworth signs a deal with WWE. Is That's the question we're asking. Did he? You know, he revealed on his Facebook page that he's done with indie booking. So that would seem like that's a, uh, a big-time indication that he is not, that you know, that he's done with the indies. Maybe he signed a real deal. I got to meet this kid when I was backstage at the uh, SmackDown on Tuesday. Very nice kid. Talked to him very briefly. Nice guy. Um, I'm not surprised. Paid the dues. Baltimore indie guy. Came up in the, in, in the region there. You know what? And and he, he found a niche, and hopefully he signed a deal. I hope he, I hope he did. That That's what it sounds like. He's going to be the uh, mascot for the SmackDown team this Sunday at Survivor Series. And they've had him involved a lot with a lot of uh, the big angles leading up to one of the biggest shows of the year in Survivor Series. So there's obviously a lot of love from the office to Ellsworth, and I think that's good. I'm, he's, he's a guy, like I said, who paid his dude, came up through the ranks, so, you know, he's not an idiot. He knows what he's doing, you know, and they're, they're going to use him and utilize him the right way, and I heard his T-shirt sales were great, so, you know, hopefully uh, this is a great success story of a guy who, right place, right time, Jones. That's what that is. So, uh telling you right now. My man ADR. He's not ADR anymore, but Al- Alberto El Patron. Opening a new restaurant in San Antonio, which is awesome, down, down there in Texas. La Cantatina. Help me, help me. La Cantanita. Yes. Opened Thursday in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, he's got a meet and greet going on today. So if you're listening live or you're checking out the show on uh, demand, 
4 p.m. Central Time, you get to meet Paige and Del Rio um, at the uh, restaurant. And, and they got a wrestling card on location two uh, in conjunction with the grand opening. Das uh, Caras versus Chavo Guerrero Jr. That should be great stuff right there. Well, that's on Saturday, the wrestling match at 2 p.m. Central Time. So go check it out if you're down there in Texas and you want to meet uh, Alberto and you want to meet Paige. As you guys know, they were in studio here a couple months back. Really nice people. Uh, wish Alberto nothing but success with his new uh, restaurant. How do you say restaurant in Spanish? Restaurante. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Is that how you say it? Restaurante. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. God. Captain would know this. I hate mm. to do that to you. He had the Spanish. He had the Greek. What do you speak? Another language or no? Spanish. <laughs> Bro, you speak Spanish. You hit me with a restaurante. There's the silence. There's the, there's the, dead, the, the deer in the headlights, Jones. I'm just saying. I just thought you know how to say it. If you know how to say it, say it. Find, find it eventually and say it. Out. No, no, no. It's, it's restaurante. It's not. That's, if you speak, you can speak Spanish. Uh, yes, but I can understand it more than I can speak it. Oh, boy. So, like, it takes me a while to form sentences. But I can understand. If you were speaking to me, like, if you were fluent, I would understand what you're saying. Well, you probably do. I'll tell you what. You probably can understand Spanish uh, better than you take direction in English. <laughs> So anyway, that's the deal on that. Um, so what else you got? Uh, oh, Survivor Series 2017. Jump ahead, uh, Jones. Yeah, Survivor Series next year. The location was announced yesterday, if you guys didn't hear. Going to be down there in Texas, in Houston, at the big old Toyota Center. I've ridden this building a few times. That's the home of the Houston Rockets. The big-ass building. Nice building. So uh, 30th anniversary of Survivor Series will be in Houston, Texas. That's a big deal. So, uh, you know, what's to say? NXT Saturday, Raw Monday, SmackDown Tuesday. Holy, pay rent for the whole week in the building. <laughs> uh, will take place in Houston. Four consecutive days of WWE action. Action will happen in the Houston, Texas area. So uh, that's pretty good for all the fans from down that area of the country or wherever they're traveling from all over the world. I've noticed that, man, when I was uh, in WWE and then even when I was in TNA also. TNA, the same thing happened. At bigger shows like Bound for Glory, the bigger pay-per-views, wherever we be, we get fans from all over the world. And WWE, too, it, it's not just where in the United States. I mean, early in my career, I remember that. It would just be kids, kids, I mean, people from the area where the show was. So, if, all right, we're doing a big pay-per-view or whatever in, um, you know, in, in Philadelphia. You know, you're going to get most people from that, that Baltimore Beltway or New York that are coming to the show years ago. Now, it's not now, but the past 10 years or so, Man, it's changed. It's just people from all over the world, no matter where it is in the United States, they're coming to these shows. And that just shows you the power of sports entertainment and professional wrestling, which I think is awesome. Um, that's a great, great thing, not a good thing. That's a great thing. It, it just shows, you know, um, uh, that some of these other big, some networks that don't support pro wrestling or, or host of TV shows or radio shows that make fun of wrestling, uh, they're, I think they're angry because they, they, they're seeing the power in wrestling. They won't admit it. So they're envious and they suck. So that's part of the problem. I hate everyone. Oh, my homeboy, Dan Norton uh, from Strong Island. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, bud? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, Big Dan. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How about you? Ah, 
I'm okay. How are you? Yeah. Okay, I was at the uh, NXT MSG show. Oh, I'm very night. proud of you. That's great. How'd it go? Uh, it was it was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, I was I wanted to call yesterday when you said to call. But I didn't get a chance to. No problem. Um, I'm not mad. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. You you were right with the uh, Elias Sampson um, thing where he uh, when he came out, man, the crowd was just hating on him so bad. Mm. And uh, to, to the point where they were chanting, uh, shut the F up, but oh. actually saying the word. I need, um, to get, I need that chant. I need that sound bite in this, this, <laughs> this show. I do. And so they, they really were hating on him that much. They hated him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But Did he turn he, him? But he, he turned him, right? It's a little, well, during the match. Yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. During the match. Awesome match. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, you know, when it went off, you know, he, yeah. went, he, well, he walked out last and everyone was still. Uh, Right. So when, what's his name when when uh, uh, Lonely Orkin beat him right? That's mm-hmm. who beat him. That yes. big pop, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah there was, um, but there, there was some some really good good moments within that match that I, I think the, where the crowd was like, oh okay, we we shouldn't be saying this. Uh, and then yeah. go back to it after that. After I just think over. people don't like that the guitar gimmick. It's fine if he's the drifter and he looks the way he looks, yeah. but the guitar and the singer, I think that's a little tough yeah. for people to deal with. Yeah, well, there is the drift away chant, which works with the character. She is a heel, but. <laughs> Will you stop? I didn't know there was a drift away chant. That's actually pretty yeah. funny. Oh, good. How you been, dude? We haven't heard from you in a while, man. What's going on? I've been doing good. It's a little busy. My dad, uh, you know, he had a he had a stroke, so it's been a uh, oh, been geez. a little busy for me uh, uh, over uh, this time. Hope but. he's gonna be okay. I'm sorry to hear that. He's he's been improving, so it's been good. It was I'm very thankful for that. So that's where it's been a little little tough with with timing. Uh, yeah. to, to call in or interact, but yeah. hope he gets well soon. Oh, and I, I I know that you're uh, you and Captain are best friends, and you I know you miss <laughs> the Captain, and I'm sure you actually buy a hat probably hate. Big Rob the Viking, right? Is that the truth? That's what between you and me, that's what I heard, Dan. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not a hater, uh, right? No, I know. No, Thanks, no, Dan. No, I, I tweeted, a, I tweeted a gift with him this morning. Oh, okay, a or gift or a jive, 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 yeah, jive, right? yeah. yeah, I know. Well, he's, we'll see. You know, he's on. Uh, Rob knows he's on the. Uh, don't buy. He's on the rent plan. I'm on double secret probation. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, <laughs> might be triple. Might be triple. Well, Big Dan, look, I got a show to do. I can't talk to yep. you all day, buddy. I got to go. Okay. All right, well, thank you, Taz. I'm looking for, pumped for the uh, special this weekend. All right, brother. Thanks, man. Appreciate the support. Right, thank you. See you, Danny. Bye-bye. So that's that Dan Norton right there. Uh, you know what? I got to go to break. Everybody on hold. I'll get to you guys. I know the lines are jammed. I'll, I'll jump on the phones right after this break and then get into the NXT predictions on the Taz show. Hey, uh, before I do that, hey, big uh, Vike, you have some predictions you want to give uh, some input on also? Oh, I'm ready to go. Turn your mic on. It is on. I can't hear you. I'm ready to go. No one cares. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, so yeah, I'm looking at the Twitter here on this Friday edition, and I see the Kingsman actually said that the Viking is correct. Restaurant is Spanish for restaurante. That sounds like a work. I smell some collusion there with Kingsman and the Viking. Oh, yeah, we were up all night last night talking listen, about Listen, it. nobody asked you. Okay, please, sir. I'm trying to get you over. The more you talk, the less you get over. Trust me. I've gotten over a lot less talented people than you. So just let me do my business. Bite your tongue like you do every day, halfway. Quiet Fox Jones. Right? Quiet Fox. Quiet Fox, bitches. 
That's all you gotta do. I just ordered a quiet fox fathead, by the way. Why, why are you still talking? Why? Why? Do I need to take a hacksaw and just saw that wire from that microphone to your blowhole of a mouth? No disrespect. I, do I have to do that? That he shook, he shook his head no, just so you guys know. Um, also, I uh, got to tell you guys about the winner of the caption gimmick Schnabitz of the uh, Facebook uh, on the Taz show. So this is the, uh, the sentence. This is the sentence that won this man, the Facebook caption contest winner on the official Taz show gimmick Schnabitz Fernand Burnham Facebook page at Taz show Facebook page dot 10 net gov. Um, something that's, like that's, that. I think, yeah, I think that's I, right. I, I yeah. just nailed it. This was the sentence. So, we need one of you guys to pick Carson Daly up from the airport on Monday. Any volunteers? Yeah! <laughs> and that's Gurvinder Singh. That's the winner, ladies and gentlemen. Gurvinder Singh. Congratulations. You are the winner of the Facebook caption contest. I have no idea what this even means. But all I know is I was told he was the winner, and he wins a big pile of not just a shout up and yours truly here. You know, not just me saying, hey, Gravinda Singh, you have won because you had this quote that was funny. So we need one of you guys to pick Carson Daly up from the airport on Monday. Any volunteers? Yeah. You also win a gigantic, big, huge, massive pile of steaming and smoking and Heaping poopy. Poopy. Take three. Poopy. Thanks. Third time's a charm. Please help. Someone help me. Congratulate congratulations, good dinger. Yeah. I told I told a garbage where the garbage pail is every day for over a year and it's gone. <laughs> why why not? Throw the garbage and it would have went in. And the pail's not there. You sit there laughing. The, the, the pail is there every day for a year. It would have went in dead nuts. I throw it. Boom. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. That's the story of my life here today. I'm really getting mad. My eye hurts. I got. In fact, someone put a, a Phillips head screwdriver in my eyeball. Hey, Jaron in Omaha, Nebraska. You're on the Taz show. Hey, how you doing, Taz? What's up, buddy? How are you? Uh, not too bad. This is this weekend. Go Big Red. They're going to crush Maryland. I, I think so. I think so. It's over in, in Lincoln. You going to the game? Uh, no, actually, I'm not going to the game. I'm uh, stuck doing some stuff with my woman, unfortunately. Yeah, well, that's priority. We're all subservient to our yep. women. Yes, I agree. Yep. Um, yes. Yep, she doesn't understand football. You watch football all day. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Sunday the Vikings are going to crush the Cardinals. Oh, there you go. Sorry. All right, there you go. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday is Survivor Series. It's going to be a good day. Quick yeah. Question for you. Dad. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, actually, this has nothing to do with Survivor Series. Actually, it's more about SmackDown. What? But uh, so you know, every week Raw typically goes off the air about ten minutes after eleven. Yeah. Sometimes like fifteen or twenty minutes. But SmackDown always ends right on time, even when it's live now. I was just wondering, why is that? Do they, like, 
do they like have like a certain time slot already for USA on Monday so they can't get on Tuesday, or are they just that much better with time management on SmackDown on Tuesday? Well, it's not the second part. It's not that they're better with timing. Um, that Raw is going over on purpose all the time because they're allotted the time. They have it in the language of the contract. Not that it's locked into a certain amount of time, but that they can go over and they give them a little run over time. Uh, that happens. Um, uh, they probably don't have it in the language of the contract for the SmackDown show. That's probably what it is. So they can nail it anytime they want, trust me. But they, they're, they're taking all the real estate, WWE, on Raw that uh, USA is allowing them all the time. That they, it's, Like I said, it's probably in the contract. And thank you for calling, Jaron. I could tell you this much. When I was at TNA especially, I remember specifically being in meetings where Spike TV was in the meetings with us every, every t- TV we had for production on the road. And uh, if there was anything risque that the company was going to try and do, if there was blood or too much violence, they had a rep, a big-time rep from Spike right there in the room, uh, which I'd never seen that in my life in WWE. All the years in WWE, I've never really met any TV executives that work for these networks. It's just the WWE that you're not uh, exposed to that. So, But at TNA, it was like the Spike TV guy. We all got He was like friends with us. You know, It was weird. So I remember any time that we wanted to go over, or they would try to go over on time, you know, if the show was going to end, whatever, 11 p.m., hey, can we get, you know, let's see, the guy's name was Jimbo. Hey, Jimbo, can we get, uh, you know, uh, can we get an extra two minutes we can go over? I don't know. I'll, I'll, call, I'll call, you know, I'll call New York. I'll ask the bosses. I don't know. I don't know. I got to see. I don't know if we're allowed. It's, it's a big deal when you go over because it affects the whole schedule. So it's not like Raw's just going over time because they feel like it and because USA is like, yeah, no problem. Uh, USA has it, you know, they're allotted for it. It's locked in, you know what I mean? So it's, it's that's got to be in the contract. I don't know for a fact, but it's, I would assume it definitely that it's in the contract. So, um, you know, it's a good question, though. Good 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 observation, I should say, um, by Jaron in Omaha that he uh, realized that, so that's pretty cool. Um, hey, uh, we got Miguel in New Jersey. You're on the Tash Show. Happy Friday, gentlemen. Oh, happy Friday, yep. sir. What's going on, buddy? How are you today? Uh, you know, I'm a fan of Midland. What's going on? How can I help you? Oh, well, I wanted to talk about, I was actually at NXT as well on Wednesday night. It was a great show. Awesome. And uh, yeah. I wanted to talk about, yeah, and I wanted to talk about a, a really cool experience I had real sure. quick. So uh, Go for it. during the intermission part, because it was a house show, they had an intermission, and I was, I believe, going to the bathroom or something, and... I come back in the lobby, standing right there is Shane McMahon in the lobby. Okay. So I'm talking to Shane McMahon, and I go up to him, and I ask him, you know, I say, shake his hand, say hello. Did you wash your hands and, when uh, you left the bathroom? Did you wash your uh, hands? <laughs> of course. Of course. I'm not I just want to make sure. No, I just want to make sure. But wait, wait. Where, where are you from? You from, where are you from, Queens? No, I'm from New Jersey. Well, that's why I asked you if you wash your hands. But anyway, I digress. So what? <laughs> so what? <laughs> So I, I got to do that to you. You know what I mean? Because, come on, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> so, right, so what happened? You go up to Shane, you got a dirty hand, and what happened? Yeah, so I shake his hand. I ask him for a picture. I see that he's walking towards the concession stand, and he says, and I say, so Shane, can I get a quick picture if that's okay? And he's like, oh, I got I to gotta go get my boys some food. They're really hungry because he was there with his two sons. So I took that as a, no, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. You know, I don't mean to bother you. And he was like, no, I mean, take a walk with me. We'll go to the concession stand together, and we'll take a picture, and we'll talk. 
So I got to walk with Shane McMahon to the concession stand and take a picture or two with them, which I thought was a really cool experience. Did you, did you post this on uh, your Twitter account? Uh, yeah, I did. Well, did you tag us? I'd love to see the picture. All right, I'll tag you as soon as I uh, as soon as I hang up. I'll tag you on it. Because I got to be honest, I'm a little surprised to hear that this happened. I'm, I'm happy for you. Well, it's not really awesome, but I, I'm 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 uh, you know I'm surprised only because um, you know usually he would in the mission. I I know he was sitting in the crowd, but he would go backstage and there's food back there, and I would think that with his kids. I'm just saying. That's why I'm curious to see the picture because I think it's it's cool if this happened. I, I hate to call you a liar. I guess I'm kind of insinuating, Miguel. You're not telling the truth. No, I, I <laughs> I'm being honest. I guess I'm just. I guess I'm insinuating that. I strongly. I, I know. I, I was shocked too. I've, I've been to so many shows, and I know it was at the theater at the Garden, so it's more of an intimate place. But I've never seen a talent or somebody mm. that works for WWE walking around the the lobby area. That doesn't so happen. Like, well, I'm looking on Twitter. I don't see it. Where Where is it? You didn't tag me. I don't see nothing. I'm looking. Okay. Well, I'll ta- as soon as I as soon as I hang up. I'll, oh, do I'll it now. Do it now. Well, wait, guy. Okay, do it now. Take your time. Right. I don't know. Take your time. I'm going to do my show. You do that, and I'll keep you on. You tell me when it's posted. All right. So, anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, in the mission, you're, gonna, you're still there. Just don't make noise. I got to do a show, bro. You can't just sit right, there and make noise. That's unprofessional. I mean, I got I got producers who do that kind of crap. I don't need I don't need, <laughs> I don't need, I don't need, I don't need, I don't need fans doing it, too. Yeah, um, so while Miguel is trying to post the thing to Twitter uh, to see if he's really telling the truth, because it was a strong answer. He's from New Jersey. You can't trust guys from Jersey. This is a well-documented thing. Uh, you just can't, um, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've never, I mean, I've never been to I a. I you. Oh, you did. Let's see. Let's see. I but, you know, that. then I would, let's see, let's see. I'm, I'm going to check it out right now, Miguel. Hang on. And then I'll, I'll have to owe you an apology. Let's see. Uh, hold on. Let me check. Give me a second. Here. Hold on a second. Jesus, this is crazy. Hold on. Wait. You said you tagged me, right? At MikeDeRookie.com? No, wait, hold on. Wait, let me check. At Mike DeRookie. <laughs> Dude, I don't... Uh-oh, here we go. Um, I'm still looking, bro. I don't see nothing. You didn't tag me. So what? still tagged, right? Come on, bro. What are you doing? Are you going to just... <laughs> no, you put you put in the Twitter. Come on. Handsome Johnny, what are you giving me over here with this guy? What are we doing? Come on, Miguel. You're playing games. I tagged you, buddy. No, no. You, you tagged me. How'd you tag me? What does it say? At official Taz? At official Taz, yeah. And I'll also tag at Taz Show Live right now. Mm. Let's see. Oh, I'm getting to the bottom of this. It's like the Detective Jones. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't see it. I mean, do you see it on the other account? <laughs> oh, so you're fibbing, right? You do, you're, you're kind of working us here, huh? No, no work, sir. It's no? Live and in the flesh. Well, I don't see it. What is your Twitter handle? Are you, you comfortable giving it? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. It's at Migs, M I G S, 121788. 121788. Okay. Oh, you know, there, there it is. He's got it on there? I got it. I don't have it. I'll, I'll, would you like me to retweet it from the Tash Show oh, Live account? You got no, it? No, I have it. I have it, Migs. So there let's see. Is. And who's the, who's the guy who photobombed you in the back? Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> I know. It was a jabroni. He was a jabroni. Yeah, he's probably a fan of the show also. Well, that's awesome, but uh, I, I never doubted you one second, by the way. I, I, Will I, you I, stop? I believed you all the way through. Well, seriously. <laughs> all 
Uh, yeah, it was just such a cool experience. So I figured I'd want to call in and talk about it. I didn't get a chance to call yesterday. So I said, you know what? I'm going to call Taz today and have a conversation with him. About well, that's it. cool. Actually, Dan Norton just said Shane was indeed getting food for his sons at the concession stand. He was taking photos with people while getting food. You know what, Dan? Nobody asked you. Mind your business. All right, Migs, that's, uh, <laughs> that's nice of you, dude. Uh, I appreciate you calling. And like I said, I never doubted you. Handsome Johnny's when it was texting me messages that this guy's a liar. I don't believe him. That's what he did. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank no you, man. Problem. Thank you, Taz. Have a great day, sir. You too, pal. Look at that. See, that's me embracing the audience. I trust them. I believe in them. You know what I mean? People people that are like uh, on the audio on demand, like, oh, can I please have my past three minutes back? I don't care about Migs and Shane McMahon eating a hot dog together. <sighs> Nobody cares. No one cares. That's what they're probably thinking right now. So um, I, I got to get into the little prediction Jones here because the show is – Rapidly running away from me. Uh, some of you guys on hold, you're going to have to just wait a few minutes. Uh, get to your cats in a little bit. So we're going to go NXT first. I'm going to go through some NXT predictions uh, for you guys and, and, then, uh, and then later on do Survivor Series. So, right, look, let's say, let's say you, look, you look right out of the box. You're going to go, let's say, the Revival here against DIY, right? So you got Gargana and Champa as a DIY, which I don't like that name. I told you guys that. This is two out of three falls for the tag team titles. I think they've done a pretty decent job of, um, you know, building up uh, Gargano and Champa a little bit. The revival, they always keep strong. They do. Um, I I think this might be the time here where uh, we crown new tag team champions. I think the revival loses. I don't know what the order of events. I don't know if this is the first match or not. This is the matches I'm going to go over. I think that Gargano and Champa win the match. Personally, I think they they need to win the match, and if they're going to remain as a tag team, they need the titles. And you guys don't hear about this more than the revival needs the titles. Revival's had those titles quite some time, and they've uh, been a team longer, and they've had a better push, a longer push, I should say. As a tag team, I do think that Gargano and Champa, quite frankly, uh, are strong. Baby, stronger baby faces than revivals are heels. Uh, than revival are heels, if that makes sense. So, I think this is an opportunity to ch- freshen things up with your tag team division. I think it's also an opportunity to get Gargano and Champa over to another level. It doesn't hurt the revival because they're heels. Um, you could always have them lose the right way, and they could bitch about it on TV on the NXT show the following week or whatever. You know what I mean? So it doesn't hurt Revival. You know, they'll still have, they've had a lot of, they've had a decent push, Revival, to be honest. Um, but honestly, uh, not to be on the fence, Jones, it wouldn't shock me if they kept the title on Revival. The titles. They, 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 they like these guys, and they've been pushing them like crazy for a long time. So um, me personally, I, I think Revival, they're solid workers, both those guys. I, I'm not crazy about the gimmick. And, and I've talked about them in the past. I think it's very hard if you're going to try and, 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 you know, they're making me, they're reminding me of Arn and Tully. And if you're going to do that, good luck. Arn and Tully, uh, arguably the best tag team of all time, like the, as far as work rate, chemistry, intensity, speed, power, moveset, promo ability. I mean, it's Arn and Tully, man. <laughs> so I, I, that's, that's an ambitious task, trying to, be something like that. You know, I, I know some people might argue, ah, they're not trying to be on a telly. Eh, there's something there that there's been overtones of that. 
that that throwback type gimmick. I'm not I'm not I'm not that I hate on throwback stuff. I like throwback stuff if it's done right. And this hasn't been done bad. I'm just not I don't know. I just it's just not there's something with the gimmick that 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 I don't bite into. You have an opinion on this as a fan's perspective? Uh, yeah, I actually like the revival. I like the fact that they retained uh, at the last uh, takeover in Brooklyn. And uh, I think that they're going to retain again. Uh, I like Dash Wilder. I like their finisher, the Shatter Machine. I think it's a really good finisher, and uh, I think they're going to they're going to uh, prevail and retain. Okay, that's great. You're entitled to your opinion, sir. Um, but my opinion is built off of 30 years of experience, which means you will probably be right. Uh, so, and I will have to come on a show on uh, Sunday uh, on the special and say ah, I was wrong, and, I, and I'm wrong sometimes. And I'm not one of those guys who ignores what I'm wrong. Oh, man, I was wrong on that one. Let me kefob that one. That's real inside baseball terms. I basically took the word kayfabe and changed it. Kefob. Real inside baseball. I just went a whole nother level there. Yep, went a whole nother level there. Day, night, cold, hot. Then you got the uh, Authors of Pain. Uh, They're going to go against the TM61 in the finals. Of the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Now, listen, they've really been building up uh, TM61. I think this whole tag team Dusty Rhodes uh, tag team classic tournament, <coughs> excuse me, changed up once we had an injury to Roddy Strong. Because uh, Austin Aries and Roger Strong, in my opinion, and I said this way back, was going on to win this whole thing. So TM61 or TM61, whatever their, their name is. They um they were again right place right time. I mean, somebody goes down, gets hurt. There's the opportunity for TM61 to step up on, on a shoot. Not I'm not talking about work environment. They were just in the right place at the right time, and um, I think that helped them slot into that that role that Austin Aries and Strong were going to have. I really believe that Austin Aries and Strong were going to go all the way. I really really believe that. But it didn't happen because of the Aries injury to Aries. I, I think I said Strong. I meant the injury with the Austin Aries. Uh, but anyway, regardless, so now you have TM61 against Authors of Pain. And, um, you know, uh, Authors of Pain beat Gargano and Champa in the finals, uh, which I think this was good booking by Triple H and company because Gargano and Champa was made in that, made well in the Tag Team Classic, the Dusty's class, Classic gimmick. And even though they lost, it helps the Hilton's pain because they go to the finals. But then Gargano and Champa, now they're still gunning after the champions, which they're getting a shot tomorrow night in Toronto. So I think it, it was good booking. Anyway, let me back up. So Hilton's pain in the, in the gimmick uh, to see who wins the, uh, the deal against TM61. Paul Ellering, the manager of Hilton's pain, uh, is going to be in a shock tank uh, above the ring. Which this was done many years ago. I've seen this kind of bit done a few times. I, I can't remember who. It's just. This is an NWA did this a few times, and I keep thinking Missy Hyatt. I don't know. Somebody was in a cage. Somebody was in a cage. I'm sure people will tweet me right now. Um, uh, I can't remember who it was. that. It's been done a few times. I'm sure WWF did it, too, or WWE. I'm not sure. I can't recall. Thinking, thinking. Uh, uh, who was it? NWA thing I keep thinking it was a girl in the cage a female manager blasting loud as usual ah what the f f did you DTS the question I'm doing that right now sir oh 
Thank you. I, I can't read minds, dude. I can't see the. You should just just yell out next time. Like remember, just yell out GTS. Remember, oh, just you'll understand this analogy. Yell out GTS, just like you would yell out something like Booker. Booker. That's about right. GTS. Nothing. No, nothing. Wow, this is a tough GTS. It is. All right, you'll get it. You'll find that with the uh, affiliates list. All right, so uh, anyway, uh, Authors of Pain, I feel, will be the victor in this match. I think Authors of Pain wins. I think they're going to beat TM61. Author of Pain, Authors of Pain, you know, they got that that Powers of Pain feel, that Road Warrior feel, that 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 Demolition feel, two big guy tag team gimmick, you know, all that stuff, and and and. And they got the manager, and we still don't know what language they're speaking. Is it Albanian? Is it not? I don't know. Uh, but um, I think you got to put this on Authors of Pain, and this will help make them, uh, if they're the, the, the victors in the Dusty Road Classic tag team deal. So that's my prediction on that particular match. Um, I will tell you this. I think that there's a great chance that the next match, would it's Bobby Roode versus Ty Dillinger. And that in that match... There's a great. Oh, let me back up. I apologize. Do, do you want to give a prediction on the tag team match? Uh, I think I think Authors of Pain are going to win. They're just tearing through everybody, and uh, I think they're going to they're going to beat TM61. I know TM61 probably has to win uh, to kind of keep their push going, but I like Authors of Pain, just like you. <sighs> just like you, Taz. Just like you. Just like you. Just like you, Taz. No! And apparently the Shark Cage was at a uh, an NWA War Games event. Yes, I said NWA. I mean, I, but who was it? Man, was it Eddie Gilbert? Was it me? I keep thinking Eddie and Missy. I don't know why I keep thinking something like that. I, I, I just I can't remember. And of course the internet's went down. Jesus, this place is falling apart. I mean, it really is. I, I, I need a break. I, I need a vacation. That's why in the summer I take 10, 12 weeks of vacation. I need a break. Can I please get some equipment that works here? Oh, I got it. Uh-oh. I found the shark cage match. One of my dad's all-time favorites, Chief J. Strongbow. Why would you not wait for the freaking drum roll to stop? What, what, if there's a drum roll, that builds up anticipation for something. Why would you... Just have an outburst because you can't control your tongue, sir. I'll drag it out on the end. No, 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 no. Don't be a wise ass. Why? I'm trying to help you. You know the Connecticut School of Broadcasting? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. You know, they teach people how to be broadcasters there, right? According to some. This is my version of that. what they do. I teach you on the air. The TAS School of Broadcasting? You're damn right. The T-S-O-B? Stop! Listen to me. You don't talk over a drum roll. That's number one. And the drum roll builds up anticipation. Drum roll's going. Oh, my dad loves us. That's a Chief J. What the hell is that? Who does that? Damn it. You have to stop being like a large Fiat that is going 150 miles an hour into... A strip mall. Please, sir, I will fire you right out of this window. Who's in the match with Chief J. Strombo? Another drum roll. <clears throat> Bulldog Don Kent. Wow. 
okay, that wasn't what I was speaking of. You're going way back. You're going Google Jones. You're going 1970 Google. 1977, to yeah. be exact. You're going way back, Jones, on that. I'm telling you, in the NWA, there was something going on. There was something. I'm late to break here because you pissed me off with the drum roll. But there was something with the... Ah, my man at the G. Garvin. Yeah, this is one of the things I thought about. He said it right here on Twitter. I remember J.J. Dillon in a cage at one point, Taz. Yep. That's that's one. That's one. Mm-mm-mm. Ah, top job of Jones at uh, YRC21. Ellering put in a cage above the ring in the last battle of Atlanta between Tommy Rich and Buzz. I guess he means Buzz Sawyer. Wow. This why I have the greatest audience in the world. This is why they know. They know the biz. The Kingsman said happened to Cornette. I think that's true. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-mm-mm. Please, 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 please. You're really making me mad. All right, I got to go to break. And I'm going to continue going. I'll tell you about Bobby Roode and who I predict between Roode and 10 10 10 Ty Dillinger for tomorrow's takeover. Taz Show continues. Second hour Jones coming up. Sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back here, Taz Show. I'm going to scream over this. My head is not pounding enough. Holy crap. I have a bad headache. I, I, I swear, I feel like someone took an ice pick and just put it in my pupil. And just, just smashed, just drove it through my pupil. Man, it's just, my head is pounding right now. You know, when I get a headache like this and my eyes hurt, I, just, I get mad. And then my head hurts more. Nothing. Handsome John is trying to find some pills for me. I need some kind of a pill or I need some kind of an ibuprofen or maybe a Tylenol. Something. You know what I mean? Something to just get this pounding, throbbing, just this, just, just this thumping, just sound in my brain and my eyeballs. Pill, a tablet, anything. I'm done with the tablets. All right, so I was talking about the NXT. I was giving the predictions, and, um, you know, I'm up to uh, talking to you guys about Bobby Roode versus Ty Dillinger. Leo, check it out, man. This match is arguably going to... I, I, it has potential, let's put it that way, to steal the show. This and, you know, and Joe versus Nakamura. I mean, but I, I'm telling you, this match here, Dillinger and Bobby Roode, Dillinger, just like I said weeks and weeks ago, this is a great angle to be in for Dillinger because he is being made by arguably one of the best workers in today's business, and that's Bobby Roode. Bobby is that effing good. Bobby has been that effing good for a long time, okay? (laughs) So I've had the opportunity to become friends and know Bobby and work with Bobby and, and call Bobby's matches and TNA a whole bunch. You know what I mean? A whole bunch. And, man, what a joy 
it is to call a Bobby Roode match or an AJ Styles match. I mean, like like uh, Austin Aries. I mean, these guys. When I was in TNA, it was a blast calling their matches. You know, during my time in SmackDown, the late great Eddie Guerrero calling his matches. Kurt Angle, stuff with Kurt. You know, uh, just just so. I mean, so many. I'm leaving out a bunch of wrestlers, but when I think of Bobby Roode, I think of some of the matches I've seen him and James Storm have as a team, and Bobby as an individual. So Ty Dillinger is a fortunate young man to be in this angle. And Ty Dillinger thus far has taken taking the reins, has taken the, the, the bull by the reins in this thing here. And he's taking advantage of the opportunity. He really, 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 really has. And he, I think he's doing a really good job, uh, Ty Dillinger. And I think this is really going to help him. I don't think he's going to win the match. I think Bobby's going to win the match. I kind of gave you this feel when it first happened you know way back uh, the angle whenever it was when he turned when Bobby turned on him I think it was the probably the first match in the tag team classic yes Tess it was thank you thank you sir Booker and um, do you realize I'm, I'm in a monologue this is part of the opening monologue but I'm doing do, do, do you not realize what's going on here I was just trying to help you were looking for your, shuffling through your papers over there? Okay. So, um, thank you, sir. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the man. You are the man. No, no, you. You, you're the man. Nah, nah, you got friends in low places, buddy. Oh, yeah, with some good barbecue, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Please. Stop. I'm 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 going no place this weekend. I'm going nowhere. I'm sitting in my garage, okay, and I'm gonna sit there and eat celery and carrots and do push-ups. That's what I'm doing. Sounds like a great weekend yeah. to me. And I'll listen to college football on a transistor radio. Please let me give my audience the predictions of the show. Please shut up. Quiet, Fox. I have a question. It was in the uh, Dusty Rhodes Classic, right? Bobby Roode and uh, they, they turned on him, right? Turned yes. on Ty Dillinger. Thank you. Yeah, the match was uh, was supposed to be against Sanity, and then Roode kind of took a powder on uh, on Dillinger, on Ty Dillinger. And I said it back then. I said, yo, this is a great deal here. It's a great kickoff angle, real kickoff angle for Bobby Roode to give him a strong victory. And it's double Junction Jones. It helps make Ty Dillinger. So you kill two birds with one stone. It's good booking. Uh, whoever came up with a Triple H, whoever writes there for, for the uh, NXT, whoever it was, great job. Great job. Definitely uh, feel it. Love it. Love the angle. And it's homage to see where they go with Dillinger after this and Bobby after this. This is going to end, I predict. I predict. It'll end with Bobby winning the match at NXT. But where do these two individual workers go after that? That's the question. So, we shall see. You know what I mean? We shall see. Let's go to, uh, hey, you've got uh, Elmer. Oh, boy. Elmer in Houston, Texas. Close your window, sir. How you doing? You're on the town show. Uh, window and the windows are open. It's just my car is very, very tiny, and I have tiny windows. Okay, tiny man window Jones. How are you, sir? Um, muy bueno. I'm going to San Antonio to visit uh, one of your boys' new restaurants. 
Oh, you're going over there to see uh, Del Rio, huh? Yep. Please tell them uh, when you see Alberto and you see Paige that I put over the, the grand opening for the gimmick and that I said hello. Please give them my regards. Of course. I did that with Enzo and he said tattoo. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Who said that? Enzo. I don't think he would do that. Hey, do you know I know. You, you didn't yeah, do that. Yeah, uh, that damn sound effect store still open. It is. Dude, Enzo and me are boys, bro. There's no way he said that about me. No, I know. I was just. Oh, you just I was playing just around. Saying that of the, did you that, see? That no, did you see? Of... Did you see Enzo though? Yeah, yeah. We uh, I called like uh, two months ago whenever Raw was on Houston and Kevin Owens won the Universals, and I told you that we were doing a meet and greet. Bro, how am I going to remember that, Elma? Dude, how, how do you expect me to remember what you? What am I, dude? You think I remember? No disrespect, Elma. I mean, come on. You listen no, to the I show. Don't... I don't care. Remember all this, <laughs> on, brother? You know, know better than that. So what's up? What do you want to talk about? I uh, just want to want to put you over real quick, and I want to say that I'm excited for whatever special you're doing on the WWE Network. Even though I canceled my subscription, I'm still going to try to find a way to watch it because, you know, it's something very special. Cool. Dear to me. Thank you. Because um, I, didn't, I didn't grow up as a ECW fan because I was still sucking my thumbs while right. you were you guys were uh, doing, doing two places. And, yeah. Yeah. So I go back and I watch, and then um, the one night stand, the first one, the 05, like that literally blew my mind. I'm like, yo, this was ECW. I got to check out the whole thing. Let me ask you a question, though. Why would you cancel your uh, membership to the network if uh, basically the whole basically the whole ECW library is on there? Um, you know, basically because of the new product, you know. Oh, okay. It's uh, really touching me, but... But I still got the old DVDs, you know. So yeah, yeah, I, still... I, I feel you. Okay, man. So what is uh? So what's the deal, man? I um, what, what else? What is it? you said? Just something else you want to talk. But thank you for putting me over. I appreciate that. And what else was it? Um, I want to speak about uh, Andrade Cien Alma, and I want to see like what your thoughts about him. I didn't, I didn't listen to yesterday's show because I'm saving it for the road trip. So before I even listened to it, I had to call the dad show because I'm up early in the morning. That's cool, brother. Well, I appreciate it. I didn't get a chance to talk about Alma's yesterday's show, so you won't hear that. But I'm a fan. I, I At first, I wasn't. i got to be honest, and thank you for calling, Elmer. At first, I was not a fan of his, but I've rapidly become one. His work rate, uh, his, his intensity, uh, he looks different than everyone. It's not not because he's Hispanic. That has nothing to do with it. We've seen tons of great wrestlers that are Hispanic, and, and they have tons of great Hispanic talent for many years. It's just because he comes off... There's something about him that's different. I can't put my finger on it. But at first, I wasn't a fan, and then I, I really watched him, his work, his timing, his intensity, his physicality. He's underratedly good. I think he's he's got a, a huge upside, um, and I think he's got a bright future. He's obviously doing it pretty big right now in NXT, which is tough right now. If you're looking at that NXT roster, dude, you got a lot of legit talent on that son bitch. You know, you got guys like Bobby Roode. You got guys like uh, Austin Aries, Samoa Joe, Nakamura. You got guys like Roddy Strong. You got guys like Dillinger. You got guys like, um, uh, what's his name, who's doing the, uh, he's very good, too. Uh, uh, Rich Swan. No, no, he's the cruiserweight. He's, he's no, no, I'm talking, Booker? No, not Booker. Um, No, uh, oh, I just said his name earlier. He has a de- o- Orly Noken. What was his other name? Biff Busick. Yeah, he's a very good worker. Gargano, Champa. These guys can flat out fly in that ring. All the guys I just named, right? Including, and I'm just naming the male workers, not the females. 
And then you, you know, if so, if you're Almas, he's fitting right in there. If you're No Way Jose, he's fitting right in there. You know, these are guys that are not that weren't. I mean, Jose especially. Right? I don't think he worked really anywhere else a ton before WWE. I don't know where he broke in, or how he broke in, but you know, it, it, you know. The thing is, the, the guys like Roddy Strong, with his all his history, Ring of Honor, all this, you know, Organo, Champa, all this stuff. Uh, no way, Jose broke in in the CWF Mid Atlantic uh, in 2013. Okay, so he's not working that long. See, that's my point. These other guys like Rude and Samoa Joe and Naka, these guys are working a lot of years. Austin Aries, you know, these cats are going a long time. You know, and they're legit for a long time. So for to be able to hang with guys like that, what's up? No, no, no. This guy worked also for Omega Championship Wrestling, Omega, which yeah. launched the Hardys, I yep, believe. Yep, yep, Omega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't know his history, but Jose and and what's the name? Almas, both these guys, man. I mean, very, very, very talented. So no, I, I, I like him. I like him for sure. So there's my deal on Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger. I think Bobby wins the match. You want to give a prediction? Uh, uh, I totally agree with you. I think uh, it makes no sense for Dillinger to win. I think uh, Bobby's in line for uh, an even bigger push. As he gets towards the main roster. Oh, yep. So now in uh, for the women's championship, the NXT women's championship, uh, you got Oscar going against Mickey James. I think this is a really cool, cool deal here because they've really you got to be careful, right? With, with Oscar, you've built her as a killing machine, you know. And part of me as I drink some caffeine, uh, you built Oscar as a killing machine, and she's pulling it off, right? There's pros and cons to building killing machines. You know, I know for a fact because I was built that way. And it's tough sometimes to find talent to put in there against killing machines that are believable that could potentially beat the killing machine. I think Mickey is that type of talent because of her history, all her success, all of her championship reigns. Mickey's talent, Mickey's promo ability, just Mickey James's legacy. She has just been ultra successful any company she's worked for for so many years. I think Oscar wins the match and retains because they they want to that's the, that's their girl. But I got to be honest with you. If Mickey James wins this thing, I'm not throwing no flag at all. That's Mickey James, dude. <laughs> she's legit as hell and she's credible as hell. So, you know what? Uh it, it, it's going to make for a real good match. I'm really looking forward to this. This match between Oscar and Mickey James, but I think Oscar wins because I do think that they, that's you know their their current and their future is in Oscar. It's probably not in Mickey, you know, because there's an age difference and 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 it's it's a young man or young woman's business at the end of the day. So uh, that's what I think on that. Hey, uh, Joseph in Connecticut, you're on the Taz show. Hey, what's up, Taz? How you doing? Yo, what's up, man? Uh, I just had two questions. So I've never um, been a part of any sports. So I just wanted to know, like Undertaker, he's my favorite wrestler. And anytime I hear interviews about him, people always say, there's one thing they say the same thing. And they say he's uh, the leader of the locker room. And I wanted to know what exactly does it mean to be the leader of the locker room? And and in ECW, I don't want to assume that uh, Paul Heyman was, but if he wasn't, who was the leader of the locker room in ECW? Yeah, well, uh, okay, a couple of good questions there, and thank you, Joseph. I appreciate it. I'll answer them right now for you. First of all, what Undertaker, when I was in WWE, he definitely was the le- was a locker room leader. We don't say leader of the locker room. I know it's kind of a play on words and semantics, but it's a, 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 not the leader of the locker room. We would call it a, a locker room leader or the locker room leader or a locker room leader. Undertaker was, and what does that mean? Well, that means if, for example, a wrestler has a problem, 
okay, what the creative, where the writers want to go to him, or the office is, uh, you know, going with him. You could go to that guy off the record as a, 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 in the brotherhood and go to him and vent. And he'll be an ear, not only be an ear, but he speaks on behalf of experience because the, he has the office's ear. So that means not necessarily he has juice, but he has been through it all within certain company, whatever company. So he understands how the office books and how to write his book and how Vince or whatever company it would be books. So you go to this man or woman and you kind of vent and you talk and you and you could you could, you it could remain private. He has a trust. He or she, whoever the lock, locker room leader is, there's a trust there that that's not that's not prostituted. That's a big deal in being a leader. That someone could come to you and say, yo, man, I'm pissed off. They want to do this with me. It's, I'm so sick of this. I don't want to put this guy over. No, it's it's not right. He don't deserve it. I do. They've been dicking me around. Bah, bah, bah. You just, I've, I've seen it. It's a vent session. I've had people come to me with it. So, I, you know, it, it, it's you have to listen. You have to be supportive. And you have to motivate. And that's what good locker room leaders do. They listen. They keep it quiet. And then they motivate you. And they keep your head up. And then, in their own way, go to the boss and say, hey, maybe you guys should think this way of this guy and go this way with him. They don't go, hey, Joe Blow came to me. Man, he was venting. He was bitching. Oh, he, oh God, he was so mad. That's a stooge. This is old nubworthy, by the way. No one pays attention. But yeah, so it's like that's a stooge. You don't want to be a stooge if you're a locker room leader. You want to be someone who is listening. You listen to someone vent. You give some motivation. You keep the guy positive. And then when the time is right, you go to the book, the office, the boss. And you don't say, hey, this person came up to me because then you bury that person when you do that. You say, hey, I, you know, I'm thinking this guy, man, his spirits are down a little bit. And this guy's a, a good talent. You know, maybe you guys should think about doing this with him or that with him. And you try and help him. That, that's what a locker room leader is, in my opinion. All those things I just said. So now to answer the other part of the question in ECW, who was the locker room leader? I think that's what he asked, right? Right? Yes. I don't think we had one. I do not think we had one locker room leader. I know when I first went there in 1993, it was still Eastern Championship Wrestling, and we still didn't even know what we were. I mean, I you know I, I was working date to date. I didn't know when I was how much bookings I'd have or not. But I would say during that early Eastern Championship Wrestling. It was in the locker room. We had guys like Abdullah the Butcher or guys uh, like Kevin Sullivan, the devil. Uh, you know, we had guys like, like that. You know, Jimmy Snooker was there, but Jimmy was a very quiet guy. And he kind of said to himself, so I wouldn't say Jimmy was a locker room leader, but he was an awesome guy and loved everyone. He was so nice to everybody, but he kind of stayed to himself. So, um, But Kevin Sullivan, to me, was uh, a locker room leader early years in ECW. Then as we evolved in the company and it grew, um, a lot of us, a, f- a couple of us, I should say, became locker room leaders. And I humbly say, possibly me a little bit to a degree with some of the younger guys. Shane Douglas was definitely a locker room leader for a good chunk of the run. Um, Sabu in his own way was, with certain guys, he was, you know. Um, Raven was definitely a locker room leader. I would say, to a degree. 
you know, there was there was the handful of guys that, as we built success going into the into the mid to into the late '90s, you know, uh, it started to evolve, and 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 there was a handful of the guys I just named that that were, I would say, those guys. Um, Tommy Dreamer, as late in ECW, became a locker room leader for sure. You know, not early on, but late, later, later, like '98, '99 was definitely you know, and then when I you know, he was definitely a locker room leader. Um, you know, so I, I don't know if that answers the question. But for me, I just just real quick, and then put the put this topic to bed, locker room leader. Um, my first experience with a locker room leader was almost on the independent scenes. And I was working for the Savoldi's, IWCCW. And um, you guys remember Mr. USA, Tony Atlas. Okay, Tony Atlas was my first experience of a locker room leader. And Tony was a guy who taught me a lot and took me under his wing and took a lot of us under his wing. Uh, oh, I, let me back up. I made a, one guy I should have said would be probably the main locker room leader in ECW. That was Terry Funk. I, how could I forget the Funker? So, my bad. Uh, Terry Funk was definitely definitely probably the grand poopa of locker room leaders in ECW. And there was a couple of us underneath him, I would say. But definitely the Funker. But for me, the first experience I had with a locker room leader was definitely Tony Atlas uh, before I even made it to ECW. Um, uh, Tony was a, a guy who really... Helped a lot of young guys out on the independent scene before it was called independence, you know. Uh, so Tony, I just want to give a shout out to Tony because he was a, a huge help to me uh, early on in my career. Um, so that was a good question, uh, Joseph's part from Connecticut. Very good question. Uh, before I go to break, let me give you another um, match. Uh, I've given a prediction. I think I just gave Oscar Mickey James. Oh, what is your deal on? Um, I agree with you. I think Oscar as well. Okay, great. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so, um, okay. Then you got probably the main event here is uh, Nakamura uh, defending the NXT Championship uh, against Samoa Joe. So, done a good build up here with this gimmick. We've seen these guys go at it before. It's physical. You know, it's going to be physical. It's going to definitely, it's going to breathe Japanese strong style. That's for sure. Um, I don't, um, I don't. At first, I'm thinking if Joe wins this thing, it's cool. It's good. Real good. I don't think it's happening. For some reason, I think they're going to keep it on Nakamura. I don't know why, but I just think they're going to keep it on Nakamura. Personally, I put it back on Joe. You guys know my only minor thing, and I love Nakamura. I'm a mark for the guy, just like a lot of you guys. My only thing with Nakamura is the communication promo skills. You know, That's my only thing. Uh, and I think Joe's going to talk them into the building. Joe's a heater. He's a heel. Big heater. I would like to see Joe win. Not just because we're friends. But I would like to see Joe win. I seriously would. I think they should have Joe win. But I don't think he's going to. I don't know why. I just feel like they're going to put it on Nakamura. I really, really, really do. How about you? This is where I disagree with you. You think I, Joe I think this is the big surprise. Uh, well, I don't know. You think well, so? surprise to you and, and maybe some other people out there. Yeah. Uh, I would say most of the people think he's going to retain, but I think this is going to be the one little uh, wrench that they throw in. I think Joe's going to win, and uh, they're going to continue the angle. Now, the little wrench they're going to throw in, dude, is that tag team title, my thing. Okay. I think Gargano and Champ, but that's okay. We'll see. Maybe you're right. I mean, I, I, look, I hope I'm wrong. I hope, I hope Joe does win. I do. I mean that. I hope he does. So, um, but we'll see. See, it's going to be a good show. I'm looking forward to the NXT show tomorrow night. Definitely looking forward to it. Uh, so, it should be pretty badass. Um, so, looking forward to that for sure. Hey, uh, who do we got here? Will in Chicago. You're on the Taz Show. 
going? Good, buddy. What's going on, man? Uh, not much. I just got a little bit of a survival series kind of prediction of mine. Yeah, well, I was going to do that uh, on the other side of the break, but if, if you, you want to give it, you can give it right now, but that's all right. I'm going to get into that uh, in the next segment, but go ahead. Go for it. Uh, yeah, no, I was just thinking. I mean, uh, you got Brock. You know, everyone's kind of taking Brock to go over against Bro, hold on. What do you got going on? What do you got going on, bro? What do you got, like a discotheque? What, what's going on behind you? You got like a chainsaw going on? What's that noise, dude? What, what is going on? <laughs> uh, no, no, sir. I'm just getting off the gig. All right. Yeah. Uh, continue with your statement, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, but no, everyone's kind of, you know, taking uh, Brock to go over on Goldberg uh, Sunday. I just, uh, I don't know. I just think, you know, Shane's in the building, so it might be a perfect time for him to get that receipt you, on wait, uh, that You think that you think that Goldberg's going to win? Yeah, I, I think I think Shane. You know, he might get that receipt on uh, Lesnar. You said Shane. You said who? I think Shane O'Mac get that. You know, he gets. His oh, receipt. on Lesnar, you're saying Shane O'Mac gets involved? Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I get you on that. I don't know, brother. I, I, I don't think they're going to have. Maybe I'm wrong here. I mean, it could be you could be right. I don't think they're going to have Shane in that that five on five Survivor Series match and then have him do a run and then cause Brock. Maybe, but I don't think I think Brock. I'll give this prediction uh, right now. I think Brock is going to win the match. It's it's uh, it's about Brock. It's not about Goldberg. Goldberg's the past. Brock's the future and the current. You know what I mean? That's what I think is going to happen. But I appreciate you calling, uh, Will from Chicago. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm going to break right now. A little late to break. Other side of break, I'm going to give you a full Survivor Series um, predictions. We'll be on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. And as I said, Survivor Series predictions. Other side of break, sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hi, here we go. Uh, fourth quarter city here on the Taz Show. We're on Facebook Live right now, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Giving you, I just did the NXT predictions. It, uh, and um, I'm going to uh, give you the Survivor Series predictions in a second here. Hey, uh, looking at over here on the Twitter, uh, Richie Williams, uh, he's saying, I'm sure Nakamura will win because they have him announced returning to Japan as the NXT champion in Japanese ads. So, I don't know, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's cause subject to change, and that, that's not, I mean, I think he's going to win, but that doesn't, I mean, I appreciate you saying that, Richie, thank you, buddy, but. I mean, you know, probably right. Is this the reason why this is so loud on my headset right now? No, no reason, right? No? I'm pretty sure I have levels right here. I'm looking, at, oh, yeah? I'm looking at what I have. I think your headphones are a little we turned up. We had some up. folks complaining yesterday. Um, yeah, and then they were right because I noticed they were, so people got to be a little patient with you on the mix of the podcast version, the audio on demand version of the show. The NFL music yesterday, and I agree with a lot of the fans, they, they, they heard... Uh, it was blasting the NFL music while I was going over my Hall of Fame uh, predictions. Blasting loud. Yeah, blasting. that was totally my fault. I take full responsibility. Yeah, that's good. Life's about accountability when it comes to stuff for production. Only production stuff, though. That's that. That's <laughs> Red Hot Jones. Hey, <laughs> babe. All right, so I'm going to get into the uh, whole deal here with Survivor Series. So, uh, you know, I'm going to give you the predictions, and this is going to be a big show. I, I, I think this is a... Uh, it's obviously a cool weekend for wrestling fans, so I think it's going to be real good. I think Survivor Series could be a good one. You got the Cruiserweight Championship. 
you got the Brian Kendrick defending his title against Kalisto. So you got Kendrick from Raw, Kalisto from SmackDown. Um, I've said this for a while now here since they decided to do this angle where, hey, if Kalisto wins, he takes the whole cruiserweight, not just championship, but the division. The whole gimmick comes to SmackDown. So I think Kalisto wins this match. I think because I think, and I've talked about this, guys that listen to the show, guys and girls, uh, all time here, my show, or watch my show. You guys know my stance on this. You got It's a great way to have that cruiserweight title on SmackDown as a segue to send people to 205 live because they're shooting at the same night live in the same venue. Therefore, you can use SmackDown as a SmackDown as a platform to shoot angles with the cruiserweights going into 205 live every week. It's a big platform. And it built. It's just. It's. It's great marketing. Great promotion. Great booking. It's, it's perfect. Ain't no doubt about it. So Kendrick, Brian Kendrick is in trouble. He's not gonna win. Uh, just uh, not. The, you know, in the work realm, Kalisto will be the new cruiserweight champ. Then you got the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, you want to give a prediction on that? No, I totally agree with you. Cool. Uh, IC Championship. Uh, you got the Miz, my man. Uh, just won this title, uh, you know, at the 900 SmackDown over uh, Dolph Ziggler. But anyway, Miz representing SmackDown, Sami Zayn representing Raw. Uh, for a while, I was thinking, hey, Sami Zayn's going to get this bad boy. I don't think so. I don't know, man. I'm just I'm going with Miz on this. I think Miz is going to uh, retain the championship. I do. Um, you know, uh, I just do. I mean, I'm still, I'm still, I'm thinking they. Do they want that? Somebody treated me the other day. I don't remember who it was. He had a really good point. Um, he, uh, I just can't recall who it was. He said, yo, do you think that they would want the U.S. championship on Raw along with the IC championship on Raw? And and he's right. And the answer is no. They don't. No way. No. Um, no. No. So for that matter, you want to keep it on Miz. And I, I do think he's going to stay with SmackDown. He's good for SmackDown. I've been wavering on this, but I do think he stays with SmackDown, but they should I would love to see them do what I've been talking about, the tease thing. Where it's almost like he's gonna go to Raw, like he's gonna take the championship to Raw and he's wearing red. I just that's something about that with Maurice. That would work. End of the day, I do think that Miz leaves Toronto and leaves the pay per view uh still IC champion and defeats Sami Zayn. That's my prediction. Uh, what about you, Big Viking? What do you? Uh, what do you? I think I think th- this is the one that uh, may be the surprise. I think Sammy's going to take the title. Okay. So then I will pose the question towards you that that fan tweeted me. Do you think you obviously think that the IC title and the US title would both be on Raw? Yeah, and I think the Miz will come to Raw, and then Sammy will take it from him, and then Miz will fight to get it back. That's, I think you're out of your mind. That's my angle. Yeah, I think you're wrong. <laughs> okay. You're wrong. No, this is Sami Zayn's. This is his shot in character and out of character. And I don't I don't see I I hate I'm not being disrespectful to Sami Zayn. I like him. He did great work his whole career and I think he's a tremendous worker. I don't think uh I don't see a big push for him after this. So you for think a while. this is more you than a one time deal, yeah. Yeah, this is a big deal what I'm saying cuz I don't normally say it about people. I just think that this might be a this is um, I, I don't think he's getting a big push after this. I, I hope I'm. I like the guy's work. I think he's really, really talented. He did amazing stuff in NXT. He did stuff. He was. Uh, he wore a hood. He was uh, El Generico and right. Um, and the angle with Owens to to, to start there, David. That, that was great stuff. Absolutely. But I do think that. I don't think they see him, Sammy, as a massive star. 
I don't. They made a comment towards him in a pre-tape recently. Somebody called him like a taxi driver. Like in a, a heel said that to him, a heel character. That that I'm not saying he is. But they, they, I'm not saying he looks like one. But I guess it's the hat and all that, the jacket, right? The scar stuff and all that. Um, that ring a bell for me, a little bit. Just my opinion. I just I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Sammy goes on and and you know becomes the new top dog, Universal Champion on Raw after this. I hope so. I, he's earned it. He's a hell of a worker. He is. I just don't. I don't think that he's gonna get a big push after this, and I don't think he's winning an IC title. I also don't think that. Uh, I think that IC title is gonna stay on on SmackDown. If they do, if they make a move, we'll see. I think they're gonna take, like I said, that cruiserweight title to Raw. I'm sorry, to SmackDown because for the reasons I said. I don't see. Um, I don't know. I just don't see the IC title on that US title. I kind of wish I could remember that fan's name. I'm sure he'll tweet me. Who said that to me? Because he had a really good point. It was an obvious thing that just went over my head. I just didn't realize that. And I'm being honest about it. Can't you see them with SmackDown taking it and just making it about AJ Styles and his belt and the Cruiserweights? And then no. shifting the IC to no. Raw? No. No. Okay. I can't see that. And I'll tell you why no. Because you, 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 I feel you have to... Uh, you need... I hate to say it like this, but secondary championship titles to, to, to matter in semi-mains and, and for... To, it, it's in the building process of talent to bring talent up to that high level, and that's what IC title and US titles do. They bring them up to that other level. Or if a guy loses, like Roman Reigns, the, the world title, then boom, he goes. Instead of just dropping him out of a title picture, he gets a US title. I'm just saying, like it's like that. That's how you, you if you to that fan's point, if you have both secondary championships on one show, it's 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 lopsided. It's lopsided Jones. You can't have that. So, um, no. We'll see. And, hey, like always, if I'm wrong, I'll be the first one to tell you on Sunday night, live in the three-hour special at 11 p.m. Eastern. I'm doing on CBS Sports Radio. So I'll plug away, and I'll let you know. <laughs> plug Jones. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I do think, I do think that these guys will have a tremendous match. And I mean that. I really think Miz and Sammy, the chemistry will be there. I think they'll they're kick ass. They're gonna have a kick ass physical, good matchup. Miz, please tell you fans, watch Miz's work. This guy is underratedly talented as a wrestler. He is the bee's knees, as they say. <laughs> he's really good, and he's underrated. He's on. They're gonna tear it up. These two cats. They're gonna they're gonna tear it up. I I really believe that. Hey, uh, Outcast from Phoenix, Arizona. You're on the Taz show. Morning, Taz. How are you doing? Outcast. Outcast. <laughs> What's up, hey. buddy? So a uh, couple things, real quick. I just wanted to push you over. Um, well, actually, first time, short time. So I don't know if that qualifies for a yam bag or not. What is it? Well, wait. I'm a little confused. I never. Ha- I don't think I've ever received that one before. So it's been a long time, but it's just new, you're newer to you're newer listening or watching my show. Is that what this is? That exactly right. I started watching the show on the uh, when you did the Summer Slam special. Yes, they tweeted that he was going to be on the show, and I said, "Hey, let me check it out." All right, cool. I was instantly hooked. I listened to the show every day. Oh man, uh, thank so you. You are over like Rover, absolutely. Then you've I- listen. Then you've earned this outcast. Oh God! First time gimmick time. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, sir. Um, the Vikings got a little bit of heat with me, but I know he's working hard, so he's slowly getting listen over Listen to me. 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 Listen to me. The outcast. Listen to me. The Viking 
has heat with everyone. He is <laughs> the biggest heel in the town, as we would say, in the wrestling business. Yes. So you're not the only one, son. Trust me. Uh, okay, thank you, what's sir. going on? Please stop breathing into the microphone. I, I, I feel like it's like you're doing like a, you know, a, a, you're calling someone in the middle of the night over here. What, what's going on? You, you're breathing well, heavy, sir. Not, not you, okay. Outcast. Not you. The other guy. Gotcha. Okay. So, sorry, Outcast. I'm sorry. This is insane. What's going on, buddy? So real quick, I just wanted to make a suggestion for for some IP for the show. Um, it took me a couple months to kind of get acclimated and Oof. learn everything. I was thinking you could do like for your Taz to YouTube channel, you yes. can do like a top 10 or 20 things you need to know about the show, you know, took me a bit to figure out what Schneebits and Assneck and <laughs> stuff Assnack. like that was. Um, so anyway, I just thought... Wait, no, listen, no, it's funny. I, I like that you said that. Rub dirt in my Assneck. I like that you said that, the outcast, because it's it's true. I take it for granted sometimes, and I do know I get a lot of new people that listen or watch the show, and a lot of them, like the Jones gimmick and all this, it's like they're probably yeah. like, well, I got to try and keep up. What is, what is this guy talking about? You know what I mean? Like... It's a good point. You know, here's, let me answer it one at a time. I don't want to do that on my Facebook, on my uh, YouTube channel, because I try to keep that, like, separate from Taz stuff, Taz show stuff. So I don't want to be Promotion Jones, you know, I'm always promoting the show. But I, it's a good point. Maybe we'll, we, we'll put a list out or something or, like, a crash course, something like that we got to figure out, you know? Yeah, something like that would be cool. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I want to ask you really quick, the, just about the difference between the, the replica belts and the real belts. Like, I, I got a replica belt, but it's like the leather, the actual strap, is it just seems really stiff and it's not malleable like the uh, yeah. like the actual belt. So I just wanted to see if you could talk about kind of the differences, if there are any, between between a legit one and the ones that we have. Oh, wow, that's a great question. I never had, I don't think I've, anyone's ever asked me that, the outcast. Thank you very much, but I appreciate it. And thanks for being a first-time, short-time Jones. Yes. Uh, yeah, so, um, well, I've, I've signed enough, I like at uh, signings and stuff, enough replica belts, so I've seen them in person in, in my hand and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, they're definitely stiffer and stuff like that. Now, the difference for me that I would tell you between a real belt is the pure weight. The, the, how much it weighs. Like, uh, that's the main difference. The plates, the thickness of the plates, uh, how heavy the plates are, and the leather itself, the thickness of the leather. And it takes a little while. When you get a brand new belt, it's the leather's stiff. So it takes a while for that leather to break in, but it breaks in quick. And once it breaks in, it's, it's awesome. So I would say the pure weight is the number one uh, difference, as opposed to feeling like tin. It feels like you're holding, like, gold like heavy gold i'm not like a millimeter metals minerals expert believe it or not i'm not Will you stop? i don't know much about that stuff i'm done with the tablets but i'm just saying the weight of it is a, is the main difference i would say the weight and the pure glitz of it like when you look at it you know you, you get a championship like that you want to feel even though it's a work you you, you get, put a belt on a guy or a girl you want he or she to feel like a winner it's all about being on top it's always uh, you know and that, and, that, and that makes you strive to have one of those big-ass, beautiful belts. So you feel, you know you're a winner, and that galvanizes that you won. I don't want to get paid to lose. I want to win! So that's how that works right there. And the only bitch of a thing with having a championship in the wrestling business is the airport. Because you got to carry that belt. That's your belt. You keep it in your bag with your clothes, your gear. You never check it. You don't check it. You put that bitch in the overhead. You don't put it in the cargo. You don't check the bag with the belt. It's be nubworthy. You don't check the bag. When you're a champion, the belt stays on your person, which is the stupidest expression ever, but it's apropos. 
What is on your person? But I digress. You keep it in your carry-on. And you put it with you everywhere on the plane and in the airport, the overhead Jones, because luggage gets lost in the cargo. You don't check your gear either. Young wrestlers, carry on. Keep it on your person always. Things that no one knows. And when you go through security with that belt, what I should do, before I even went through, I take the belt out. And that's it. Here's that. And then it's like, oh, 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 we got a wrestler. Oh. Uh. I had one guy think I was a boxer. I'm like, boxer? What am I boxing oranges? What am I boxing? Boxer. Hell out of here. <laughs> oh, you're one of those boxers? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm boxing. Yeah. Hey, do you know Taz, by the way? You're a break boxer. So, uh, anyway, yeah, no, then when you take the belt out, it's like, oh, not a TSA, they're kissing your ass. Oh, I love you. You're my friend. Oh, can I have an autograph for my, my friend? You've been a minute ago, you, want, you frisked me like I just robbed five banks and, and a bodega. And, and, now, <laughs> and, and now you want my autograph. Nothing for you. Get the hell out of here. Go away. Here's the belt. I have no metal on me. Here's my phone. I'm going through and I'll see you later. That's what happens. And now you got, then you got people trailing behind Jones. Like a, like a big, like a, Big giant whale that's going through the ocean and they're barnacling on you. The little fish. Mm-hmm. And that's now you got people, hey, so what are you doing? And they're following you around. Oh, I see you had that belt. Hey, you're a wrestler. You know what? Go away. And one guy followed me into the bathroom. I'm going to stand at the urinal. The guy's standing there talking. I'm like, bro, I'm, what are we doing? What are we doing here? I'm trying to take a dump. You know what I'm saying? They would beat me and stick pine cones in my ass. So I digress. Sorry I had an outburst. Back to the predictions. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Uh, a video Brian just uh, said. Stop! Something. Stop! I don't want to hear about him! What is he saying? Nah, he just... Uh, oh, he, yeah? He commented on the uh, special Sunday and said he wasn't going to be there. <laughs> he better be there. <laughs> He's joking, right? Of course. <laughs> that wasn't funny. Um, don't don't tease me like that. I, okay. I need Brian. Okay. I'm gonna kick your ass. Don't do that. Me, no, Brian. Yes, that's got it. Correct. Got it. All of you guys, anyone that's ever worked, I don't. I only need Brian, and that's the truth. <sighs> that seems like a tender moment. <laughs> It's tender time with Tad. No, well, I do need some of you other guys. I do. I need someone to turn the microphones on. If that, I'm good. Right. I mean, it would be help if the music coming in at a break wasn't like on 25 volume level and I'm at level five. Everyone knows I'm a soft talker. Why are you yelling? Speaking of hot. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. So, anyway, um, where was I? Oh, we're going uh, to... You give your prediction on Miz? You did, right? Uh, yes, I said Sami Zayn was going to win. Right. And I gave some right. ridiculous storyline that you shot down. <laughs> this is true. You did do that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, then you got the 10-man ten, the ten elimination tag team gimmick schnabitz. That's a lot. Tag team 10-on-10 ten ten elimination match. That rolls right off the tongue. Absolutely rolls right off the tongue. What do you mean No! So, what do you got here? You got the New Day on the Raw. Team Raw. You got New Day... Gallows Anderson, Sheamus Cesaro, Enzo, Cass, the Shining Stars against Team SmackDown, Slater Rhino, Usos, American Alpha, Hype Bros, Brazango. Uh, look, I think this this is a tough deal. You got 10 people here. Um, well, 20 people, I should say. All right? So it's... 
It's a lot of boss. I, I've never been in one of these like this. Now, it does work where if one team member gets eliminated, the other one goes with them to the back, correct? Okay, sir. Listen to me. Please, don't ever ask me questions that I don't have the answer to. Why? why? I, I'm a wizard. Did I not tell you before the show? Share with people about how many years I'm alive and what wrestling does. Share that. Uh, you told me you've been alive for uh, 22. Well, you're 22. No, I've been in the wrestling business for right. like 30. I was in the business for like almost 30 years, right? For 30 years, yes. And you have a wealth of knowledge that uh, you forget more in a day than I can learn in my lifetime. Obviously, didn't retain what I said. What I said was, um, it's like when you're in the wrestling business like a long time, like 20, 30 years, it equates to like five, 600 years in real life. Right. So it's like I'm a wizard that's like five, 600 years old. The great and powerful task. Correct. Now, I don't have the answer to your question, though, even though I am a wizard, because the rules change all the time. But I would assume yes to your idiotic question, no disrespect. No, none um, taken. <laughs> no, I wasn't offended there, but then you said no disrespect. So, yeah. Well, know. yeah, you know how that yeah, works. I know right? how it works, of course. Yeah. It's a good point, actually. Yeah. That's, I've talked about that in the past. Yeah. You can say whatever you want to someone, right. as long as you tag that bitch with no disrespect. I'm learning, yep. We're good. Hey, you're a... You're a mother effort. No but disrespect. no disrespect. Oh, no disrespect. So you said that, so it's okay. You put a disclaimer in. Let's go get a coffee. Exactly. <laughs> I got it. I understand. I understand. I got it. I hate everyone. <sighs> yes, the, your partner leaves when you get beat. Got right. it. So and it could also start a good angle with two guys where they get mad at each other. But this is what's going to happen here, folks. I really think Team Raw is going to win the match. I'd like to see Team SmackDown win, but I think Team Raw wins the match. Um, I don't know why. That's just my instincts tell me that. I feel Team Raw. What about you? Uh, I think Gallows and Anderson are going to cost Team Raw the match. You think? I know that's the easy them. way out, but I think that they're going to cost Team Raw the match. Yep. Yeah. Somehow, some way, they're going to cost Team Raw the match. And I so think Team think SmackDown wins. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. I think Brazango, if anyone's going to cause a match, not Brazango, it could be the Hype Bros, cause a team SmackDown or something could happen there. I'd turn, I would turn Zack Ryder heel on, uh, on what's his name, too? Uh, Mojo. Mojo. I, I think there's money in those two guys. I would turn Mojo, I would turn Zack heel. And you love both of them as workers, too. Oh, right? I do. I'm a fan of both those guys. I think, and they're cool as a team. I'd say break them up, and I would do an angle, and I would have Zack as a nasty son of a bitch heel. I really and would. And you think the two of them would work well in the ring together? I do. Definitely do. Uh, so then, then there's the thing. So I say Team Raw wins, uh, and the Vike says uh, Team SmackDown, right? That's what you're saying? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, women's 5-on-5 elimination match. Uh, Charlotte for Team Raw. Sasha Banks, Bailey, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox against Team SmackDown. Becky Lynch, Nikki Bella, Alexa Bliss, Naomi, and Carmella. I'm going to go here. What Team Raw uh, wins this thing? I think Sasha Banks will probably get the victory for her team or Nia Jax. That's what I'm thinking. I think Nia Jax could be a big player in this, but or Sasha, one of them. Um, Team SmackDown. Uh, I don't know. I, I I like I like all the girls in it and then all the stuff. I just think I don't know. I just think I just think Team Raw comes out on top of this. You? I think Nikki Bella and Carmella. The, the infighting there causes Team SmackDown to go down, and uh, I see Sasha getting the win so for Team Raw. Team Raw. Okay. You're going with obvious Jones points. You're going like the. Captain. Well, I went off the. You know. Yeah, that's, please just turn, just stop it. Hey, Marshall uh, from Flint, Michigan. You're on the Taz show. How are you? <laughs> I be coughing, Jones. Uh, how are you, sir? What's going on? Not much. I was hitting up like big time on Facebook Live, and I'm getting huge heat from it. What happened on Facebook Live? 
I uh, just said answer my call, answer my call, and everybody's going crazy on me. <laughs> oh, I got you. I haven't looked at any of the jobbers on Facebook Live. I've been busy here, but I appreciate everybody on there. I, I usually like to go there, you know this, uh, to see some of the thumbs up because it's good for my ego. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, how can I help you, bro? What's up? No, not much. I just wanted to put you over real quick, and then I just had a real quick comment about uh, the Miz yeah. situation. Go ahead. Uh, first off, um, I stopped watching WWE around 2000. Once I got into high school, got into the uh, into the ladies, and then uh, after <laughs> okay. I found my wife, I was into the ladies. One day. Wait, so you What's can't that? be into girls without watching wrestling? Oh, I got it. I mean, what, what, oh, yeah. why are you watching wrestling? Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> I was busy with the ladies. Oh, oh! By the way, I'm looking on Facebook Live, Marshall. Yeah, you're really getting jobbed out. Oof, they hate you. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god! Yeah, they do. Why? Why? Why, why do you have so much heat on here? What the hell happened? <laughs> I don't know. I learned from the Viking. <laughs> wow. Well done. Um. So. All right. So what's up, Marshall? Talk to me. Yeah. So, anyways, like I said, uh, after uh, watching, listening to you uh, for maybe about the past six months or so, I didn't miss the show, and uh, you're you're absolutely awesome. I'll Thank never you. stop. Even if I stop watching wrestling, I'll never stop listening to your uh, uh, audio on demand. Thank you, buddy. Yep. So, and uh, real quick, uh, with the Miz situation, the only thing that I could really think of uh, when it comes to the IC title is that if Sami Zayn did win, um, if Sami Zayn won, and Daniel Bryan said, "Hey, you know what?" I drafted the IC title, not the Miz. Do you think something like that could actually happen? That's Sammy how Sammy would actually go to SmackDown by that happening. I mean, it could. Uh, it could happen. I don't think that's. I, I, yeah, I just don't. I, I I don't know why. I just feel like it's all going to stay the way it is. You know what I mean? And thank you, Marshall, for calling. I, I, this show's going to run a little heavy, by the way. I think it's possible. I mean, that's the beauty of this creative. They can go anywhere they want. You know what I mean? Um, Ignacio Vasquez on uh, Facebook Live said Lady Man's Jones. <laughs> nah, that was funny. Um, I got to keep going predictions here, and the show's going to run a little late, so here's the deal. So let me get back into my predictions, and I got to run. Um, I got things to do. I'm busy. I, can't, I don't have all day to sit here and talk to you people. Uh, did you give a prediction on the 505 women's? You did. Yes, I said Team Raw as well. I've had a lot of concussions. All right, so then we got the 505 men's elimination. Team Raw, Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Chris Jericho, Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman against Team SmackDown, AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, and Shane McMahon. The winners will be Team SmackDown. Okay, I really believe that without a shadow of a doubt. I think Team SmackDown wins. I'm not really sure how, but I'm thinking um, Shane obviously will be involved somehow some to some degree. And uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, mean, you, I think some might think, and I got a feeling, Vike, you, you and I didn't discuss this. Maybe I'm wrong on this. That you might be thinking that Team SmackDown loses because Randy Orton and Bray get into it, something like that, and then Randy breaks away from Bray, right? Is that what you're thinking? No, actually, I, I'm thinking along the same lines of you. I think oh, Team really? SmackDown does win, yeah. I learned from the best. Well, I think you're a copycat. So I think Team SmackDown wins that. Uh, then we got in the last deal here, Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Brock wins the match, in my opinion. You know, Goldberg was there with Brock doing this whole thing for an attraction feel to sell, you know, to, to push the video game, I should say. All that stuff. I think it's going to be a really cool match. Um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. But I do think Brock wins this thing. Uh, and I think it's going to be physical. I think these guys are going to bring it. And, and uh, it should be something to see. It should be very entertaining to watch. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it uh, very much. So that's the deal. So also, don't forget, guys, you could check out, uh, you should check out the live version of the three-hour special this Sunday on CBS Sports Radio. 
or WFAN and WIP and, and, and all the other stations. You know, you can find it on, there's a press release out there, CBS Radio put out, PW Insider had it posted. Uh, you can go check it out there. Uh, I'll try and post a link uh, to all these affiliates because there's hundreds of them besides the bigger ones. But there, those watching the video, you see it. Instant React Show, uh, National Radio, three hours live, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern this Sunday night, CBS Sports Radio, right after Survivor Series. I'll probably be on the air live as the main event's going on, to be honest, like last time, uh, which is fine. And um, and, I, and also, for those of you that can't stay up that late, you got work the next day or school, whatever, the audio-on-demand version of the show will drop at 7 a.m. Eastern the next day. Okay, on Monday morning, there will not be a show. What's up? Even earlier than that, it will. I'm going to load it. We're going to load it in right after the show, so it should be available an hour or two uh, after the show ends. And that will not happen. And there's reasons that you don't know. You just you are oh, not. Okay. You I are was not, told that it was going. Okay, you're fair not enough. Quite Fox. It will drop at 7 a.m. Eastern, just like when these people get the live show. Got it. That's when and that's when it will drop. Unless something changed, we'll put something on Twitter or say it during the live show Sunday. I'll say that. But I'm pretty sure that's how it'll be. It don't matter. You're going to get a show Monday morning, exactly. uh, a three-hour show, and the video will drop at se- the VOD will drop at 7 a.m. Uh, Eastern on Monday morning. There will be no live show Monday morning. Okay, there will be no live Taz show Monday morning. There'll also be no show Thanksgiving. There'll also be no show the day after Thanksgiving. What the hell? I shouldn't even show up next week. So it sounds like there'll only be a Taz show live next week. Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Lazy ass Jones. I love it. Yeah. Stick it to CBS. Pay me and I don't work. I'm an American. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Day, night, cold, hot. So anyway, that's the deal. Look, I hope you guys enjoyed the prediction show. Make sure you check out the special this Sunday, 11 p.m. Eastern, live. Taz Show Gimmick. So it's going to be great. Looking forward to it. And hope you guys enjoy the NXT show tomorrow. Hope you guys enjoy the Survivor Series. And I'll be at you, screaming at you live 11 p.m. Sunday night Eastern on CBS Sports Radio. For some reason, the Vikings doing a slow clap. I want to throw one of these hockey pucks at him. For everybody here at the Taz Show, I'm Taz. You're not. Adios. Of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top 10. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same, cuz we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal play ball that's all day now i'm stuck looking at this instagram page but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now i've been wondering where the party at because all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the bacardi at to go and pour another drink just to get away we gotta live it up carolina here to stay
this dude back since I was shooting hoops. No issues, you know what I've been going through. And it's for the team, no I go for my dreams, I've been on tour.